E stands for Eve. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Curiosity Killed the Rat. I believe this is story four of the Curtisville series by M.M. Pratt 99. Um, so yeah, uh, you can go check out Curiosity Killed the Rat on creepasta.wiki, uh, as, lo- as well as any of the other Curtisville stories that um, Pratt99 has posted. Uh, and we will jump right into the uh, rundown. So this one, this kid Mark wakes up to sirens and um, some sounds outside his window. Uh, he looks outside, uh, there's a storm and a fog, and it's not quite morning yet, Um and it looks like there's a fire across the road, um, where there's some kind of like smoke or something. It's a disturbance. Yeah, disturbance across the road. There's uh, some people outside, like as if the like the house is on fire. It's the Hawthorne residence, um, which is a tie-in to story two, I believe. Sh- fog, uh, shadows, fog, and firelight. Um, and there's like a weird twisted metal thing on the property. It looks like maybe like a like an eavesdrop or maybe a ladder. Um, but it's like been horribly burnt and metal and debris twisted. just on the ground. Yeah, um, and then there's a flash of lightning or something that brings everybody's attention to a um, body that's hanging on the power lines, and it is uh, a person that Mark recognizes, and he like jumps back in fear and pisses himself literally because mm-hmm. he's a seven year old child. Yes, um, and he just saw a dead body, um, and recognizes the body as being that of Constance, um, the the kid who babysat him and was nice to him. And, and also that was... character from Troll 2 that has that overacts No, that's like Creeps. Oh, <laughs> damn, it is Creeps. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's sad that I know that, like, off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so her name... She's so memorable. Yeah. Like, I know. Obviously. Yes. Um, Credence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Constance Green... Um, uh, is now a charred corpse on the uh, on the tele- on the electric lines. Um, but he's her- theorizing that it's uh, someone pulling a prank. Yeah, he, he's he's basically trying to rationalize what, yeah. what he's seen. Um, and like, yeah, it's and like her hand, like one of her hands and her gla- her special like looking glasses are gone mm. are missing. Um, and then we cut away to a, another murder scene or another, another death scene in, in the town at the, uh, the Chalmers mansion, um, where the house is also on fire <laughs> or the house this is the only one that's on fire. No, no. Okay. This, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, this, the first, this, one. the first one was actually not a fire, but so much as just a burned corpse. There's a serpent outside yeah. and then a burned corpse on the top yeah. of the, but electric. he thought that there was a fire in the, uh, initially, but no, no, yeah, he thought of it and then he looked out and then it was the only thing that was burning was the body. Okay. Either way. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So this house is actually on fire or burned down. Um, the the family of the Chalmers that live there have all been killed, decapitated. Um, their heads like put in like th- their arm or like under their arm. Um, and as Deputy Walsh is looking at this, um, 
another larger man, a mountain of a man shows up named Deputy Bear, B E H R, shows up and uh, tells him that it's even worse at another spot because they found a bunker behind the house that has just hundreds of bodies. And that freaks out our Deputy Walsh for a few moments before he needs to go check it out. Mm-hmm. And Bear bars his way um, and says, no, you don't want to check that out. It will scar your soul. <laughs> There's so many bodies down there. Uh, go talk to the sheriff. Um, and so uh, Walsh decides to do that, even though he'd rather go home because he's so freaked out. But werewolves don't get scared. What? Anyway, moving back to Mark mm-hmm. um, across town, <laughs> I presume. Um, he yeah, it's is, a different street. Yeah. He is um, uh, recovering from the shock of seeing his dead babysitter um, and goes to get a fresh pair of PJs when he finds uh, like a bunch of uh, pages with a, like, no, uh, like a letter addressed to him uh, by Constance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically explains that she killed the Chalmers because they were like psychic vampires, or um, literal vampires. Well, no, well, well, psychic vampires in that in the way that they. Oh, yeah, I guess it could be. They might be literal vampires. Yeah. But like, I was, I thought it was. It might be psychic vampires, and that like everybody that gets near them, they just kind of like start getting drained, like energy wise. Yeah, but it might have. Okay, we're gonna eat the yeah, thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, they were vampires. So Constance, Constance got some friends together to try and deal with them, but then everybody else chickened out, so she had to do it. Uh, and actually, she's glad that she's the only one that's do, dealing with it because she knows that she's going to probably die um, when she gets uh, when she does the, the deed. And mm-hmm. she was a prophet because <laughs> she killed herself uh, or because she died. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, just explains like how she came about finding out that the Chalmers were vampires. Yeah, and then. The um, uh, his letter reading is interrupted when his parents come th- uh, come from downstairs up to his room, and they want to move him uh, downstairs to either the living room or to like his baby brother's uh, room. Yeah, they're like asking um, him if he's okay, and he's kind of like lying. Yeah, he, he's lying. He hides the he hides the letter when he see, hears his, his parents pillow. coming under his pillow, and then just like says that he like had a weird dream, like a Hobbit dream. He did actually. Oh, did he? Yes. Okay. The very start of this. Yeah, it's this, okay. yeah, the description of a dream where he's like, there's a hobbit hole somewhere, and there's all these uh, hobbits essentially coming out all armed with random weapons, like they're all about to go kill a monster. Right, yeah. All right, so yeah, then that, uh, so he explains that, and they then, like, see that sirens have come, showed, or like the cops have showed up again, and so they're worried that, like, um... Uh, they're gonna go door to door and like get statements and stuff, and they're gonna interrupt the kids and like they they, they want to protect their kids from the trauma of like what's happening outside. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little do they know it's too late. Yeah. Um, but they uh, drag and like despite some argument, he ends up getting dragged downstairs to like sleep in his brother's room, mm. and that's where the story ends for now, because yes. it seems like this is part of a series. Um. Yeah. So curiosity killed the rat. Um. They. It's from what I've gathered. Like I've, I didn't like look too far ahead, but it looks like these are a series of like short stories that are, just take place in Curtisville. Some of them are more connected to other ones than others. Mm-hmm. Like some of them are just like other parts of the town that are weird, and then some of them have seem to have like tie-ins to other stories. Like this one has a tie-in to Shadow of Fog and Firelight. It's like a Edgar Falls situation. Yeah. Um, 
Except with a few of the stories having a little bit more continuity, like having more like sequely or sequelitis <laughs> to 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 reference Game Grumps. Yeah, that's um, fine. But we'll get into that. So first, we're going to start off with everyone expects the Grand Inquisitions at this point. So uh, I'm going to start off with this quote: uh, "Her purple cat eye glasses were missing, as well as her left hand. A false dawn crept through the murky fog shrouded woods that surrounded." the fancy upscale area of Sandy Cove. Oh, oh, okay. This, okay, this is separated by a, uh, using a paragraph, but this is a point where, like, one, st- one set scene is suddenly, like, immediately followed up by a completely different location scene. And I didn't realize that until, like, reading a little bit further in this part of the story. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there should be some kind of like maybe a, like one of those like uh, either a better segue or transition, mm-hmm. um, or the story it does use those horizontal divider yeah. lines. Maybe have that yeah. when they're separating the different like scenes around, across town. Mm-hmm. Because I thought this was still the same house, <laughs> the same property, until I realized that it was the Chalmers mansion mm-hmm. and that the and that it was the Hawthorns' house. I was like, wait, it was the Hawthorns' house before, not the Chalmers. <laughs> So yeah, I feel like like there's a couple moments in the story where they could definitely use that. I just like I I feel like that is a it belongs in grammar positions because it's a paragraphing thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just uh <laughs> and then my next one is think that's bad. A gravely voice said suddenly sp- a gravely voice suddenly spoke over his left shoulder. It's actually supposed to be gravelly. As in G R A V E L L Y, it's missing one of the L's, so it sounds like like it's say, trying to say gravely, which doesn't isn't a word. <laughs> gravely but is not a word. What if he's a ghost? Though they might want to go with just a grave voice set um, in to make it more foreboding or like again grim or something like that. Because mm-hmm. um, because it could go either way with that kind of like I think that's bad, like a grave voice said. Um, so yeah, just up in the air, just like, again, uh, a spelling issue that I found two suggestions for. Yeah. With that. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I have is, I had to do it, dot, 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 alone. All the others in my party, fe- uh, all the, all the others in my party of fellow collaborators quit on account of being too afraid of any earthy or sub- supernatural repercussions or too busy covering their own arses. So it's actually supposed to be um, of any earthly or supernatural repercussions. What was it? Earthy, because earthy uh, just sounds like like just throwing earth on each other. <laughs> like you're being thrown, like earth is being thrown at you <laughs> or dirt. Yeah. When earthly means like like mortal or like mundane. She's also great at. Done, but <laughs> it's how the character would talk. Yeah, it's how the character would write. So there you go. God. I mean, that's just going to be. I, 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 I didn't want to bring up the Bruja again, but it's, fine. it's just going to continue to be. It, it's like, a running it, gag. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that one might be one of my favorite stories <laughs> and favorite episodes, just because of how, like, how much it spawned that. Like, it's how the character would talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then my next one is also my last one for grammar inquisitions. Uh, Strangely, despite their rather unnerving de- dedication to religion, sickly sweet personalities, perfect old-fashioned n- niceness, the populars generally adored them, although they were much loathed among the so-called losers and rejects 
as well as some of teachers. <sighs> run on. So first off, yeah, there's a there's a lot there's a few, there's a few run on sentences in this section, like when she's writing. That's how she was right. Exactly. She doesn't know anybody. She's a twelve year old girl. Um, there you go. Or was rest in peace, Constance Green. <laughs> um, also, I feel like it should be as well as some of the teachers, because as, as teachers. it is, it's just as some of teachers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that is my grammar inquisitions. Mikey, how many hands and butts? Uh, <laughs> he does more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do do more. <laughs> do do. <laughs> wow. We're just going straight body humor here. Yeah. That's why we hired you. Yes. Heart eyebrow soul. humor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Heart and soul and eyebrow humor. Yep. Wait, does that mean he's not actually the heart and soul? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Okay. Because the joke is it's not highbrow. Yes. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. You just go. Alright, so we got a front end. Which, uh, faintly, he could smell smoke and burnt meat. And what was that noise? I'm going to say right now, I do agree with all the times because <laughs> I, I saw them and I ignored them. But I was like, yeah, no, that doesn't need to be there. But I just kept going, kept reading. <laughs> Why didn't you make note of it? Because I knew he would. <laughs> and there's no point. Well, well, he could steal my thunder. Yeah, but I don't want to. You, you, you're so dedicated <laughs> to nitpicking ands and buts at the front of sentences. They're not supposed to be there. They don't, they're, I only partially agree on that. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they, but most of the time they don't need to be there. But anyway, I want—I don't want to steal your your part of the show. Wow, that's all he does. Wow. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> no matter what you say, I will counter it, <laughs> and you will be digging that deeper and deeper hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just digging that hole. All right, I got another front hand. Mm-hmm. He suddenly sneezed violently. Sending his disheveled hands of uh, disheveled strands. strands of brown hair flying, and then he heard it. And then he heard it. <laughs> There's an em- like, it, it is there mistakenly for emphasis, but it really could have been more for the Yes, yeah. like that could have either been taken away or just incorporate that into the same sentence. Yeah, yeah. Would you have accepted then? Yeah, then he heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then he heard it. Yeah, or so... Or that's when he heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It, we're really just trying to, like, help people not use um the ums and uhs of, yeah. of, of, of writing. It's just kind of like a an easy way out. Yeah. Alright. And the next one is not a front end or a front butt. <gasps> My... <laughs> oh, oh god like like sucking in that air was way too much he like sucked in all the air in the room <laughs> gotta open the window <laughs> yeah looks like it's been through a tornado yeah yep just an extra S doesn't need to be there <laughs> He's also a child. That's how we talk. <laughs> we can't always use that. Immersion will only get you so far. Yeah. 
Alright, uh, and then we've got a front butt, which is the beginning of a paragraph, apparently. So, I'll start with the beginning. Uh, it, it's okay, Welsh stammered. He started rubbing the circulation back into his tingling wrist. But it wasn't okay. <laughs> Again, I can see why it's there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be, but I can see why somebody would use that there. Because they're trying to, like, but it wasn't okay. Again, for emphasis, it's like, but it wasn't okay. I, I think the bigger problem is the fact that the but it wasn't okay is the start of the next paragraph. Yeah, fair. Where yeah. it's talking about the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it actually should just be one paragraph. Yeah. Or just, yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, I mean, it have was... that in the next, connected to the sentence previously. Mm-hmm. And then move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, that sentence isn't that long. He yeah. started rubbing the circulation back into his tingling wrist, but it wasn't okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, as one sentence, it works. It didn't yep. need to be yeah. separated. That's fair. <clears throat> and then the next one I have, which is my last one, is... Fashion-wise, they looked out of place because of the way their hair and clothes was styled. Wow, I totally missed that one. Mm. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's supposed to be worst. Worst styled, yeah, yeah. And that's the end of my grammar inquisitions. Gamer. Alrighty. Um, a couple of mine are a little different than normal um my first one is just um a lack of information that's given um Mm -hmm. when it describes so it describes the dream with the hobbits and the weapons and such and then immediately after that it goes into something was wrong faintly he could smell smoke and burnt meat and what was that noise it sounded like sparklers crackling and popping he suddenly sneezed violently sending his disheveled strands of brown hair flying then he heard it blah 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 I did, I when I first read this I thought this this was all in the dream. Oh, okay. There's no clear there's him no, waking up. There's no clear transition to him waking up. Yeah. yeah, it's just like it describes the hobbits going after him and then it started describing this. Yeah. Might have been why I complete like I remember reading the hobbit section but I yeah. only now. Like I didn't yeah. re- I didn't recall it before like uh, like bef- between reading it and coming into like for this for this episode. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah, I think I think there should have been some I get, this story seems to suffer from like Adding, not adding transitionary like yeah. bits. Yeah, yeah. But all it needs is he suddenly sneezed violently, waking him up, yeah. sending his disheveled strands. Blah 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 blah. Bam, done. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. Like like uh, some of these scenes are really good, but they are kind of getting. I'm kind of get. You kind of get whiplash. It's like what? Yeah. what? Ah. <laughs> or like wake something a sudden like wake up call of like oh this is a different location. <laughs> Yeah, because there's dream inside Mark's house, outside on the street, and then uh, the other street. Yeah, and then back to Mark's house, or back to inside Mark's house. Well, I mean, those are all the locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it kind of needs clear yeah. distinction of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since there's such a clear distinction between um, the real, like, like his his room and reading the letter, like by that that horizontal line, like bam, yeah. we know exactly what what we're reading and where yeah. we are. Yeah. It's got some transition whiplash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But moving on, um, an actual spelling error that both of you guys missed. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
The red-orange glow lit up the twisted, gnarled boles of the trees. Boles. B-O-L-E-S. B-O-L-E-S? Yes. I'm assuming it means holes of the trees. Um... Like holes in between the, like, branches and stuff? Hang on. Because I'm pretty sure bowls actually is a word for a tree for, to do with trees, but I could be wrong. It, I quick, I mean, I did a, a five-second Google search to confirm, and I didn't see anything. Bowls definition, the stem or trunk of a tree. Bam. Okay, then I'll change this. I learned a word today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stems from the Old Norse and English words of bowler and bulk. And together they come to bowl in Middle English. Oh. <laughs> it's also a word that an eight-year-old knows. Yeah. I mean, it's not that. I mean, like I know I knew words that like I should probably that that were weird at the time. Mm-hmm. I can't remember now. But I'm sure, of yeah, course, yeah. I'm sure I know. I can't name one, but I'm sure I know one. I'm sure I knew. You conveniently. Can't I knew. Name I knew. Name. I knew fortuitous well before my sister did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Either way, yes. New word. Um, and then, uh, continuing on from that. Um, Another kind of problem with information delivery, mm-hmm. right on the same um, the same one actually, the red orange glow lit up the twisted gnarled boles of the trees and cast wavering shadows upon the soaked grass um, and the dark swollen waters of the nearby creek. It illuminated the um, myriad, 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 myriad. I think it's myriad. Yeah. Either way, uh, myriad eyes of various wildlife as they fled the lightning strike and resulting explosion. I wasn't aware there was a lightning strike. It's it's talking about the lightning strike in the past tense. Like, it just happened, but it doesn't describe it happening. I don't know where the lightning strike happened. Wait, because that's at Chalmers, right? This that's, is, in the scene, that's in the scene at Chalmers. After reading more, you find out that the lightning strike hit the house. But you find out after? So, as I'm reading it, there's animals fleeing from a lightning strike that happened somewhere. And then yeah. it cuts to later... As, but it goes back in the past, technically, in my mind, because I'm yeah. seeing the lightning strike happen then. Yeah. Well, because, like, there was a lightning strike earlier in a previous story, because that's what happened to Constance, when she got struck by lightning, while she was... Because in the, in the last... In that in the previous story, um, Constance was the girl that was like... I remember we had that huge argument about the ladder, like, back in, like, that episode? And we didn't know where it was, like, it was on the wall or on the wall of the house? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was that, it was that story. And, like, a lightning strike. And then, like, you heard Constance, like, like, like scream, and then, like, the ladder, like, go flying. So, there is, I, I was thinking it was that lightning strike. But then, there was a second lightning strike on the, on the hill <laughs> at Chalmers Place. I don't a know, second but, shooter shooting lightning at the hill. The yeah. Hill. <laughs> like, yeah. It's in the grassy knoll. Yeah. Um, but the grassy bowl. Yeah. It's just weird because it's it's describing like soaked grass and like animals running along the floor yeah. like as they're running away from a lightning strike. So it almost seems like it hit in that area. Yeah. But it didn't. It hit the house. house. And, uh, yeah. Like it's one of those cases where like the flowery pro is creating a plot hole. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. Like, I didn't read word for word what I wrote down for what I wanted to say, so I'm just confirming. Okay. But yeah, just because it wasn't described, I didn't know where it happened, if it happened, like, at, like, whose street it is, because there's two streets we're talking about. Yeah. Like, at... at, Again, it's that transitionary issue that we have between the two scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, the start of the next paragraph, Mm -hmm. it says, unlike the local wildlife, however, the neighbors of 21... 
84 Hewitt Road collected a safe distance away to watch the mansion burn. So I'm like, okay, it's another street. Yeah. But also, that's talking about the lightning strike, which happened in the previous paragraph. So it should be in there still because it's talking about the same thing. (laughs) I, I don't know. Am I in the nitpick nook? I think that one might be a little nitpick. I don't know, man. Paragraphs like, are meant to like group up things no, no, while I you're talking you. like, about the same thing. No, no, look, the lightning strike happened in one paragraph, and now we're dealing with the aftermath in another paragraph. But I don't know if it's the same one or a different one. <laughs> it's a different one. Or it's, a, it's the same one. It can't be. How did the lightning... No, no, no. Okay, okay it's okay. a different street. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, it's a different lightning strike from the one on the other, on the other street. But... Because there is no transitionariness between the two, we, that's where we're getting we're getting confused. Yeah, is that because we we're still because I, I, I was in the same boat I, as I was reading this. I was like, wait, the house, the Hawthorns' house is a mansion now. What? And it, then it I, did say that they live in like the high end area. The Hawthorns or the like Mark Two. Oh, Mark it across the street. Yeah. Okay. They live in like the rich. Yeah, areas. it's just it's yeah it, it's it's confusing because there was no like um, clear. Like switch mm-hmm. to this location. Yeah. So. Either way, that's all with my um, my grammar in yellow. Okay. So moving on to actual thoughts. Uh, Mark bolted to the far wall and yeah. Mark bolted to the far wall with a whimper and a loss of bladder control. Oh crud! No, he croaked. Constance. Okay, I know he's a kid, but crud could be removed from that dialogue. To give the matter a little bit more weight, because when I read that initially, it's like, oh crud, no! Like it didn't seem like the kid was actually like it, it didn't have the the same the, the right gravitas to me of like a kid realizing that he's lost like a friend or something like that. Like oh crud, like I, I, I know what you wanted kid. to say. I honestly just no, Constance, like or like oh no. Constant like that, like that to me feels more natural than like. I, I, maybe maybe it's just because like they 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 put in the crud because it's, he's a seven year old kid. Yeah, but it just seemed like think of it like not this. Necessary. Think of it like this. He's trying to say oh shit, but he's been conditioned by his parents so much that if he swears, bad things happen. So as he's about to say shit, he switches it to crud. I guess, but it's just yeah. Or like maybe put the dot dot dot, which is right after crud. Before that, to show like that kind of hesitation, if that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like I understand he's a kid, and so and so like you, you give kids like kind of uh, like funny little swear words, mm-hmm. like crud and some of that. But I honestly don't even think the, the swear word was necessary. It could have just it had, would have had more weight, I think, if the kid was like, "Oh no, Constance." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree um, with you there. And then the next one. Is actually something I liked about the story. Welsh stared at his companion with deep concern. He moved like he was a drunk, or he moved like he was drunk, swaying slightly like he was standing on a rocking ship. A strange, dusty grayness underlay the all-weather tan of his craggy face. I just want to take a moment and compliment this little paragraph. It's just after Welsh is told uh, about the sheer number of dead discovered in the bunker and is a really cool description to me of his reaction. Like, I liked the, the description, like, the, 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 the flowery pro of, like, his, uh, his concern of, like, just, like, just, like, that reaction is, like, where he just, like, walks away from a situation just, like, like kind of disassociated from everything. 
And then we're brought up to this part. And then we're, but, but then we're brought to this quote. May as well go see what's in the bunker thing, too. Can't be any worse than all this mess. Bear suddenly stood before him, barring his way. What the hell, Jake? Welsh exclaimed, taking a step back. No, don't, said Bear hoarsely. You shouldn't look in, the, in that bunker, Nate. What is this? Welsh demanded, gazing at his friend in astonishment. Get a grip, Jake. Or, yeah, get a grip, Jake. We're not kids scared of some damn haunted house. We're rational thinking adults. Okay, seriously? You were just told, by a mountain of a man, I might add, that there were hundreds, hundreds of dead people in the bunker and that he didn't want to go that far in because of, like, how horrible it was. I just don't... I just got done complimenting a description of the guy's reaction hearing that story or hearing about that, and this just kind of contradicts that reaction? Yes, Gamer, you have your hand up. I do, yes. Um, I, I think you're confusing things a little bit. Am I? Um, isn't, is Jake Welsh or Bear? Jake is Welsh, or Jake is Bear. Nate is Welsh. Nate? Yes. Oh, I didn't write down his first name. Yeah. He said, what the hell, Jake? Welsh exclaimed, taking a step back. Uh, and then, uh, uh, no, don't, said Bear hoarsely. You shouldn't look into that bunker, Nate. So Nate, well, it's Nate Welsh and Jake Bear. Yeah, so he's telling him not to go in. What's the problem? Nate, uh, uh, Jake is telling Nate not to go in there. But like Jake suddenly, like Jake was like kind of again disassociated, like from hearing like hundreds of bodies, like fuck, just like holy shit. And it's like, well, I'm gonna go in and take a look, like a pe- like literally like a sentence away from that that reaction. And I was just like, kind of contradicting like. Your previous re- yeah, like reaction of like being stunned, like I don't know, like I guess like unless he's just like quickly snapped out of being stunned, but it's just like it was a nice like description, and then it was contradicted. Like there are hundreds of bodies like down there, and, and like just like fuck hundreds, or, like what the fuck, and he just like kind of stammer like it's described like he's stammering back and just like feeling like disconnected from the world because of the like the just that dread revelation of like how many bodies they just found. And then he's just like, well, I'm going to go take a look. <laughs> and then, like, Bear's just like, no. <laughs> like, like he's just like, like, it can't be any worse than what's out here. It's like, really? There are hundreds, hundreds of bodies. It can't be any worse than than what's in that, the, than the, like, the family of bodies that you just found? Yeah, yeah. Like, also, are you sure that he, like, stumbles back? Yeah, it's a, it literally describes it. It's like, it's like hundreds he choked out in that tiny place. Yeah, and, and then it uh, it cuts to uh, like Welsh start. Welsh stared at his companion with deep concern. He moved like uh, like he was drunk, swaying. Yeah, slightly bear. Like... Bear. No, no, this, like is Wel- no, this is Welsh. Welsh stared at his companion with deep concern, he which like means he was... is describing. Fuck. Bear. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was Welsh doing that. Okay, that's fair. Because he's like was, freaking out because he saw it. Yeah, bear I, that, that's fair. It sounded like it was uh, it was Welsh though to me, but I guess that, that was bear. But still, like, it's just still like it's like you were just told there were hundreds, and you're saying it can't be any worse than what's out here. Like, I mean, it's I guess trying to put on a brave face, maybe. But like, yeah, like that's like God. <laughs> he's a drilling junkie. He's likes exploring things. I, I guess so. He is a werewolf. 
Okay, and I'm going to get to that. In my, next, in my next sentence, I'm going to get to that. No, siree, I'm going to stick this one out like super glue and not be afraid. Werewolves aren't supposed to be afraid. Wait, what? Take, taking a moment to, to get past that nonchalant revelation of a character. Mm-hmm. Well, the series has proven already that it deals with some urban fantasy stuff. So, sure. Let's just table that statement for now. Yeah. And then immediately afterward, after like werewolves aren't supposed to be afraid, for a while Mark stayed, <laughs> stayed where he was, his back pressed up against the wall, far wall, hugging his knees and his chest. Wait, what? God, we were just talking about werewolves, uh, a sudden werewolf uh, revelation, and now we're back to Mark. Okay, this story really needs those dividers. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> though, in that instance there, it clearly tells you that swapping back to Mark. Doesn't? Okay, it does say that it's Mark. It says Mark. It, 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 does, it does say it's Mark, yeah. That's true. In the first line, it's like going against the wall and yeah, shit. Yeah, fair. It just, again, it was like that whiplash. It's like, like, like I, thought, I thought we were yeah. staying with the werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> with werewolf cops. First you're here. Now you're here. Then you're over here. Now you're back here. <laughs> now my head's like, look at my head. <laughs> it's that thing you love. Yes. Uh, we're clearly missing something. Were- a werewolf is actually... Part of the local sports team, the werewolves. Oh yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. The Curseville. Oh, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Curseville <laughs> <laughs> werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. He just plays hockey or football or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> this is in the uh, the letter. Uh, this is like the section of the letter. Uh, maybe I should have told someone in authority. I don't know. Maybe the principal or the vice principal or the nurse or even the school counselor lady. Or perhaps that supernatural task force I've heard so much about. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, it's it's counselor lady, as in C O U N S E L O R, not C O N C I L O R. Just grammar inquisition or spelling inquisition, but I wanted to get that whole like supernatural task force comment in. I understand. So I left it in my actual thoughts. I understand. <laughs> Um, and then the next, my last actual thought before we go into final thoughts. So this is my, my last actual thought before we go into final thoughts. Yes. Um, Mark thought she always looked weird wearing that big purple nightgown with her red hair all frizzy and tangled up. Kind of like a zany fairy godmother. But at least she was friendly and nice. Even though she had the tendency of asking rather embarrassing questions. This is regards to his mother. Yes. You know, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if she was actually a fairy creature and just like like with a family. And yes. Mark is actually maybe not even aware of it, a half fae creature himself. He might be full it, fae creature. Yeah, or, or his dad just, could yeah, be. Yeah, too. yeah, exactly. His dad could be the tooth fairy. Yeah. it just seems like the kind of situation that happens in Curtisville, like this weird urban fantasy horror. Yeah. Um, like it could just be dropped randomly. Like werewolves aren't supposed to be scared. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that is my um, my actual thoughts until we go into final thoughts. So, Mikey, he stands for you. Alright, so, my first actual thought. Mark is seven years old and in grade one. Yes. No. Wait, is he fourth oh. grade? No. He's first grade. Wait. <laughs> is, that, oh, is that right or is that wrong? That's what it says. He's a first grader. And he's seven years old. Yep. <laughs> so he's been held back a year at least. Yeah. Well, so, so was Constance, apparently. Constance was held back a, a year or so. But she's in grade eight. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, he's seven years old. Does it say his grade? 
Yeah. First grader, I think it says. Yeah. Near the beginning. Near the beginning, it says seven years old. I remember it saying first grader. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I was looking at my notes. <laughs> it's not in there. <laughs> Through his first grade mind. Yeah. Through his first grade mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. What's uh, what's the age for uh, first graders? Five to six, typically. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Unless he was held back a day. Uh, held back a day. A day. <laughs> he, he, he failed <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't take enough naps. He's too energetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that 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 is odd. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can parents be like? So that I don't want to that, put you into school yet. And give me one more year. Maybe. That just needs to be fixed with 11. <laughs> Wait, no, sorry. What? Sorry, six years old. Sorry, I was, I'm getting, I was confusing it with Constance. Yeah. Being yeah. 12 years. Yeah, so six years old. <laughs> 11 year old in grade one. That's a problem. <laughs> First grader, he's 21 years old. <laughs> oh, no. He's 58. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, so just that, all it needs to do is just, yeah. to fix that, just six year old. Mm-hmm. And then he's looking out the window, mm-hmm. and how does he know it's Constance? He just knows that instance of lightning that sheds light against across the sky and upon that thing. He just knows. It's also it's, it's narratively like a narrative like significant moment. It it it, it says <laughs> yeah because she's wearing like the. The, the black and purple like raincoat that she always wears. Yeah, mm. and that and like he knows that like she's missing her ha- one hand and her glasses in that single moment of a flash of lightning. I I kind of understand like realistically like it's yeah. it's kind of like that the, the it's a scene in all, like a lot of stories. It's not just this one or like troop bosses in general. Just those scenes in stories where the character gets a photographic view, like image of something. From a strike of lightning. Like, it just, like, burns into their brain. I guess, or it's just lit enough after the fact. Yeah. Like, it's on fire. It's creating light. Yeah, he <laughs> saw for a moment, and then he, like, shirked back from it. Like, again, I can, I can kind of let it go because it's... A moment isn't a very specific amount of time. Well, yeah. Uh, 90 yeah. seconds. Yeah. You stare at something for 90 seconds, you'll get that burn in your mind. That's true, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So if it is going by... In fact, if it's 90 seconds, he's got a full minute and a half. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That's exactly why. Yeah. Got the binoculars out. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Done. So, yeah, a minute and a half is perfect amount of time to, like, find it, see all the, the coordinating information from that description, and then be terrified by it and pee your pants. Mm-hmm. Your comet is null and void. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. And then I have a a comment here that the the bunker was actually a a secret supernatural task force lab. And Uh they accidentally released a creature that they were testing and, and they were wiped out yeah well because there was a vending machine in there yeah for so, that's okay that's okay I didn't mention that that threw me off it was like he got as far as the vending machine wait what there's like yeah, yeah. Bear says he got, he got as far as the vending machine and then kept and then went back I was like 
Why is there a vending machine in this residential bunker? Like, is it a facility down there? Is it a bunker? Yeah, well, he's, yeah. they say it's a, they say it's a bunker or like a bunker like yeah. Uh, like it goes underground. Yeah, because it's just the shed is just like the opening. Why would there be a vending machine? Right? Like, unless it's some like again, like so, like it, unless it's just like there is a facility down there that we just don't know fully. But like, and like maybe hopefully another story will actually go down into the into the. Uh, the the body pit and like show us what is down there we'll because I really I really want to know yeah. MM Pratt if you're listening please say you have a story about what is down there or what isn't down there anymore yeah because mm-hmm. like <laughs> I, I'm so curious about this like, curiosity kills the rat I guess yeah <laughs> but um Bang. Uh, you're dead you are not dead. <laughs> we take over show. Good luck getting asshole. Oh no! <laughs> Unbang your life. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now I don't want to really potentially steal Gabriel's thunder, but <laughs> why? <laughs> the, 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 this next thing. So I was reading the part of the detectives, right? And then that ends with the whole. Werewolves aren't supposed to be afraid. Yes. And that, so my head headcanon changed to them actually being full werewolves. <laughs> so, like, yeah. so we just have full wolf cop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that's, that might be a comment in, one of my, in my, uh, my final thoughts. Just wolf cop? Yeah, but with the uniform. Yeah. Full wolf cop. yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would explain Bear. Bear was like a mountain of a werewolf. <laughs> like a werewolf of a man mm-hmm. who is, in fact, a werewolf. Or a werebear. No, he's a um, he's a, a man bear wolf. Man bear wolf. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yeah. And then they obviously know about the supernatural task force. Well, of course. And they they, they, they knew a lot of the people in that bunker, uh, so that's why bears are like, don't go. Yes. It's just Jimmy's in there. Yeah. Jimmy. Not <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. And Paul. Man, I like that. Paul. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Oh man, he's super. He's super radical, and, and he's hip. I hate to say it, but they got Phil and Sarah. Fuck. <laughs> we need to burn down this town. Yeah. God. <laughs> You're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no hesitation. Just yeah. yeah no, no, no denying it. Yeah. And accept what you are. Yeah. All right. Uh, so our next extra thought. Uh, Mark stared at the sheets of paper clutched tightly in his trembling hands. What the flicking heck did he just read? Uh, um, he's a first grader, so every other word? Yeah, there's a lot of big words in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah he's actually a really well-read first grader. I mean, yeah. Even the way that he describes then again, the world, he reads, too. He, um, well, he might have been like... He might, then again, he's read The Hobbit. Or his mom has read him The Hobbit. Yeah. But <laughs> him I, actually I, I reading know. it. I, that's what that, my comment was like. He, he's read The Hobbit. And then I, I retracted it by saying, it's like, well, his mom's probably read him The Hobbit. Probably. <laughs> that's why he knows that. Or he's just gifted. Yeah. It's just weird, like, the... I didn't make a note of it, so I'm going to bring it up now. Just, like, how... Um, how colorful he describes the world, even though it, in a first-person perspective, it would be through a child's eyes okay. and everything would be 
but not the, as flowery. The story isn't. It's not written, written by. by him. It's being written by <laughs> yeah, an omniscient yeah, yeah. narrator. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't use like like that that doesn't uh, that doesn't um, forbid the story from being able to use flowery prose. Yeah, I suppose. Because it's not being written from... I'm pretty sure there is at least one or two situations, though, where it's describing how he's feeling and how he's actually seeing it. The omniscient narrator can say that, because that's how you get a character, like, how to get to know a character. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing saying... Like, like omniscient omniscient narrators can, like, like, are, like... They're kind of the default template for writing a story, because... You can get into a character's head without being that character. You yeah. Can, like say yeah. the character was feeling this and like uh, this kind of stuff. It's not until you start doing like the uh, like from their point of view, from them writing it, and then you start getting into like things like, well, how does this one year old? Oh, this one year old. How does this <laughs> the seven year old one? Yeah, grade, I gotta go. How does seven year old first grader is able to write this huge flowery, well described mm. like, like journey? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and because of the transition and whatnot, like it, it transitions to the narrator obviously for this next bit. But yeah. it was to me, it was think I was thinking it was Mark that was explaining this, but uh, it's thinking actually, to myself like, how the heck would he know? Oh, when he's like, like, what did I just read? And they start reading no, again. No, or? it's uh, they had been super mean to her back in the sixth grade, constantly gossiping behind her back about her being poor, being stuck in special ed, having to live in a cruddy trailer park near the freeway, and having tweaker trash turned fanatical Jehovah Witnesses as parents. Yeah, that that's the narrator's ex- like describing his yeah. thought, like what he's thinking at that point. But it's yeah, it's still kind of like yeah, it is a little. It's also kind of. Describing like her her lifestyle or like her yeah. Style. Honestly, yeah. at this point, I don't think this is the narrator saying what Mark is thinking because how would Mark know all this shit? Yeah, it's just stepping outside, being like, yeah. for those of you at home, yeah, this, this is, is this how know. shitty her life was. Yeah, yeah. Or it's glossing over um, a section of the note describing how her life was, and yeah. it's not like going into detail. Yeah, it's explaining it like like he knows so like like he's thinking this kind he's thinking part of this. But then the char- the the writer is going a little bit more flowery, just to show how shitty her life is and how she covers it all up mm-hmm. and some of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my next actual thought is: uh, Does anyone know who M E is? Me. M E. Yeah. Like capital M, capital E. Yeah. Mass Effect. Oh, it's a pretty interesting game. It's not Mark. No. He's M H. Wait, who, where, where's that from? It's the Clarissa Milonakis. It's Constance. Emmy is me. Me. Oh, yeah. Literally me. Like It's not a she's referring to herself. But, the, but the thing is, it has an M dot e. CM for Clarissa and then ME for the next one. So you assume that those are initials. I assumed it was me. Yeah. Because CM... Uh, because this is a, a transcript of... Um, Constance talking to whatever the other person's name is, right? Who's... Uh, Mark... Or, no, no. Or, oh, talking the, to... The transfer student. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that, it's clear, yeah, it's Clarissa and then... Yeah, Clarissa, in, yeah. Like, her, because she's... Because she, it's still part of the, her writing, and so it's basically just putting, cl- like, CL for... Or, still or, part of her writing? 
We're that's the letter. At this no, point. this no, is in the no, letter. No, that is in the letter. This is yeah. It's actually a transcript. There's, there's two. The there's the first part of the letter, and then the narrator talks for a bit, and then it says as he continued reading, blah 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 blah. And then when there wasn't letter. another break, but it is a continuation of the letter. Yeah. And at this point, it right before that happens, it says um, it's essentially saying that it's describing this uh, Clarissa person and saying like how she came this conversation or this conversation started. Yeah. So it's CM for Clarissa and then me as in me. Yeah. Because otherwise, how would she have this information? Exactly. Yeah. Because she talked to her. Yeah, but the whole. Like, to me, if you're going to use initials to show who's talking. She's also a 12 year old girl. And so she'd probably just use her, her, her like, me as in, like, just to say that that's, this is me saying speaking. That's the way the <laughs> character writes. <laughs> God. I, I, I if, if it wasn't in a story, I'd almost say that we should, if we didn't pull it from a story, I'd almost want to make that a t-shirt. We still could. No, because that'd be plagiarism. I don't, I don't know. We need to sell it. If you want to have the t-shirt, oh, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that's true. I should actually just have that t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Just make a, like one for myself. Oh, yeah. 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 Either way, right before it, the, the little block of text right before that says, So, uh, imagine to my surprise when shortly after first period, when she met me at my locker and proceeded to ask me all kinds of questions. CM, have you seen all of me shaking my head? No, I haven't. Yeah. I, I 100% get where you're coming from. Right. But I, I didn't come to that conclusion first. Mm-hmm. With the, yeah. me being a character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the end of my actual thoughts. Cool. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're saying. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. I'm the omniscient narrator of our own story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alright, so... um. Onto me then. So at the pretty early on, when the um, the weird situation is happening outside, uh, he says, "Oh crap! An emergency." He told himself, "Hope nothing happened to the Hawthorns." He liked the Hawthorns. They were nice and enjoyed a good laugh. And Gazelle, I think it's Gazelle. That's how Giselle or Gazelle. Gazelle. I don't know. I, I've I've heard of Giselle, but it don't matter. Gazelle yeah. um, had this really cool marble and um, singing rock collection. Who's going to get those when they were gone? Uh, my answer wow. is, okay, Mark's a dick. Um, what, what would make you... Th- what? It's, it's, a, like, it's a seven-year-old kid. Okay, like, but okay, at this point, I, mean, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Okay, so... But yeah, he's like, Mark is a dick. Yeah, my first note is, Mark is a dick. Um, what would you think... Or, sorry. What would you think about if you saw an emergency, emergency vehicle pull up to your neighbor's house, someone you know... And yes, you wonder if they're okay, but you don't immediately wonder who's going to be getting their marble collection if one of them dies. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) And then later on, it says, um, instantly, the Wizard of Oz and all the news footage had, um, that had shown tornadoes flashed through his first grade mind. So I'm like, oh, well, that explains it. Sort of. Um, at, at this point now... What first grader sits there and contemplates more mortality and wonder who will get the collection in the will when they die? It's. I mean, you know what? Like, I, you say that. You say that. But I do recall other like like I, I think I recall like movies, or I think even as a kid I recalled something like that, like thinking something like that. 
or one of my friends or cousins like saying something like that when we had somebody like pass away or like or like possibly be hurt or something like that. It's like like when you die, can I have your uh, your rock collection? <laughs> when you die, can I have your fossils? <laughs> like in I first grade, I, no, like when I was really young, I think, but I'm not sure how young. But I don't know. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. For some I was reason, blissfully I, ignorant of mortality until like last year. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I just felt that was really weird. Yeah, no, it is kind <laughs> in of both cases. Bizarre. Also, like maybe that's why he was like so focused on like her strange blue glasses, like tinged glasses, like constances. They're purple. Like, and how they're or, purple and how they're missing. And he's like, man, I really wish that I could. I, I want. I want those glasses. <laughs> yeah, she just wants them. Yeah, he's not yeah. concerned about constants. No, not at all. He's just. <laughs> he no, has no soul inside. I mean, yeah, he's a fake creature after all, right? Wow, that's that's speciesist. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's magical speciesist. Yeah. I'm sorry for any fake creatures listening. Yeah. I don't apologize. <laughs> wow, the, the views and, and con- uh, the, the thoughts and views, or the opinions and views of the gamer in yellow, do not reflect those of Aldenta Rigmortis. Except when they do. Sure. There you go. And this being one of them. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the burning mansion happens. Um, by the time the fire company arrived, the entire house had collapsed into a smoldering heap. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Even firefighters get the shaft in creepypastas now? Is that, is that what's happening? Yeah. Normally it's police being portrayed as being inept at doing their jobs, but firefighters now too? Hey man, authorities in general are always inept in horror movies. That's just how things go. Okay, but like, uh, unless there's a ton of fires all happening at the exact same time. There was another, there was another fire-related thing going on. Halfway across town. Or maybe a couple of blocks down. Okay, do they have only one fire truck? Curtisville might just be a very small town. I guess. They might only have one fire truck. If that's the case, then maybe. Emma Pratt, please get on. Or go on. No, no. Yeah, because this really please, matters. Please let us know. <laughs> yeah, because it really matters. Yeah. yeah. But please let us know. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> if it was a semi-big town, even if it was a small town, they would at least have two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they, it would have been... The fire truck would have been there while it was still a building. Mm-hmm. But they were... They didn't <sighs> they're, they're creepypasta civil servants. Is civil servants a word? Actually, that it sounds like... They're horror genre civil servants. Yeah, Because, yeah. again, it's not just creepypastas that that happens. It's horror genre in general. Pretty much, yeah. Unless the story is going for a noir, like, detective-y kind of thing. Like, they generally are really... Oh, like, either they... Nothing they do matters because, like, the monster's just going to shrug it off. Mm-hmm. Or... They arrive when it is narratively convenient. Yeah, but another way they could do it is, like, they arrived early enough. It's just the problem is, like, the fire was so intense they could they just, not get The it. best they could do is just control it make yeah. sure it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. you can do that, yeah. Because, like, I would hate to be a firefighter or a police officer and reading creepypastas and watching movies. Like, I, I, I'm not that bad. I or try. Just, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of don't want to run some games where we, you guys are firefighters or police officers or authority figures yeah. in a creepypasta world where, like, weird shit is happening. And, like, you guys are actually, like, supposed to be, like, um, like good at your job. Like, you guys are actually skilled, like, in your at your job and some of that. Mm. Like, maybe do it in Call of Cthulhu D20 or something like that. The and problem like, is, like, the call comes in to, like, the operator. And there's so many fucking obstacles. Like, you guys, like, you're on their way there, but, like, a tree falls down in front of the road. Like, oh, fuck, okay, we gotta get rid of this thing. Yeah. And, like, running out of time. And then you guys arrive, and, the, and the, like, some of the people in the crowd are just like... <laughs> <laughs> 
here comes the cavalry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where the hell were you, man? Or it's it's not even like there was just a whole bunch of shit along the way. It's the fact that like when the call comes into like the operator, they like go out and have lunch <laughs> yeah. and then come back and say, "Oh, right, I need to tell, I need to send this oh, yeah, report oh, yeah. off to the cops." Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, you guys should go do this uh, thing. Yeah. By the Happened way, twenty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. By the way, car fifteen. Uh, there's a, uh, a murder uh, homicide uh, potentially at uh, this address. Uh, we got that about 30 minutes ago, but I, went, I was on uh, smoke break. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Just like chew out the operator. Yeah. It's just like, this shit happens so often, it's like really casual. It's like, yeah. ah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, listen, this is going to happen like three nights in a row. Yeah. For, uh, and then like happen again like two months from now. Like, it's just a thing. Pretty much, yeah. An entire town, like, an entire town was wiped out like across across the river. Like, it's it's just no big thing. It happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they move in. They move pe- new people in, and then they're wiped out. It's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we are getting yeah. way sidetracked. Sorry. What? The, the problem is that the supernatural task force facility, yes, which would have been able to respond, ah, yes, was unable to because hundreds of employees just murdered. Yeah. 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 Carl. <laughs> in the arms of an angel just like all the different faces of employees yes. <laughs> anyway continue with your actual thoughts yes please um, so um, we move to the police investigation situation yes and it describes Jake Bear as this big guy um, and then it goes on to having Bear say, oh, well, talk to uh, Sheriff Eaton if you want more information. I just imagine if it cut to Sheriff Eaton, he'd be sitting at a table just eating everything. Or just because a bear is a, a large, large guy. Large <laughs> man eating donuts. Yes, mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. It's like, oh. So you see here, we've got, oh, got a lot of bodies. We've got to deal with this. Come on, let's go. Yep. And he just picks up like, an entire box of donuts as he leaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has to be constantly eating. What I want to know is, so Bear is a mountain of a man. Yes. So Eaton is apparently a corpulent, or a large man with... Uh, he eats all the time. And eats all the time. And Walsh is a werewolf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Or is it Walsh or Welsh? It's Welsh. He's yes. a Welsh werewolf. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 wanted to start, I was about to do an, an Irish accent, but I was like, that's not Welsh. That's Irish. Yeah. Good job. Yep. Good thing you saved it. Yeah. And you didn't bring it up, so no, <laughs> no one noticed that you yeah. almost fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's good. So moving on, um, werewolves aren't supposed to be afraid. Um, I beg your pardon. Yeah, what? There you go. Um, that, that sounds like, actually, you know, it's, uh, just quick aside from that, or just like, me because uh, again, it was in my notes. That sounds like the title for a Bailey School Kids uh, novel. <laughs> like, dragons don't, eat, make, dragons don't make pizza, vampires <laughs> don't wear polka dots, werewolves aren't afraid. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, have you ever heard of that? Show? No, I, it was a novel series I read as a kid. Mm. Uh, basically, each each novel was a monster doesn't do blank, ah. and it was like a mundane thing, like vampires don't go, uh, don't wear swim shorts, <laughs> or the invis- or um, the Invisible Man doesn't uh, doesn't uh, teach uh, drama class. Werewolves <laughs> so like, don't pee their pants. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair. Werewolves don't run in fear. <laughs> yes. And um, it also immediately made me think of um, no one else is going to get this other than you and me. Um, oh, what we're going to call it with uh, um, 
uh, Rebel Rouser, and uh... <laughs> yeah, you're, wait, wait, okay, I bring in things that like somebody has a chance of learning. Oh, I'm just talking to you. Uh, okay, we're just have a conversation here. If you want, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that just made yeah, me yeah, Rebel Rouser, yeah, and um, and, Spiel, and Spiel, uh, yeah, yes. Officer Spiel, yes, yeah, indeed. Hi there, my name is Rebel. <laughs> my name is Rebel Rouser. Rebel Rouser, yes, indeed. <laughs> But, okay, for you know what? No, fuck it. For the odds at home, <laughs> Reb L. Rouser is and and Officer Spiel are a cop duo I came up with for a D and D game uh, that are werewolf co- or werdog cops. Yes. So like they are they, they are the carrying canine units. Yeah, and they are based off of my our friends our our mutual friends two dogs. Actually, he's on the Captain show. He's on the show, Captain Slam. Yes. Yeah, he's based off of Rebel and Spy. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and and the stupid little vo- voices I have given them over the years. <laughs> yes, Rebels is real smart. Yes, hi there. My name is Rebel. Mm-hmm. I have just met you, and I love you, Squirrel. Hi there. Yeah. That's anyway, okay. And... Tangent over. I'm policing cool. our tangents. All right. Good. So, on to the uh, the note that Mark finds. Yes. Um, right around the start of it. Actually, I don't remember where specifically, but it's saying that um, Constance is, is essentially saying, I'm sorry for getting you involved in this, Mark. By giving her him the Is letter. that really involving him in it? Yes. It's By informing him of it, but he's not involved involving him in, in things before. And thus involving him in it, in that he is now aware of, situa- of the situation. He is now not an accomplice. He's not an accomplice. Well, he's not an accomplice to murder. But he has now been given, like, he now has information about the whole matter. Yeah. So if there's any surviving Chalmers or vampires or psychic vampires, they're going to go after him. Probably. Which makes maybe. me think, why the hell did she do this? Um, maybe because she was hoping that she'd wipe out the vampires. Okay, but if giving him information is potentially hazardous to him, it's not very nice. Yeah, well, she didn't think it through. So what the character thinks. <laughs> Jeez. It's how the character would talk, it's how the character would write, it's how the character would think. Yeah. Just yeah. that, all, both, all three of those on a shirt. Yes, indeed. Uh, a hilarious side note. When I was initially reading this, uh, I, I got the second paragraph, I was like, I'm mighty sorry to drag you into this. And I was like, and I just scrolled ahead. And then at the end of uh, it, it says... Uh, basically, leave behind all the evidence that points to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! And I was like, "Oh, that's going to be interesting how this goes." And then it was, that I actually realized, like, never leave behind evidence that points to you. I was like, "Oh, that makes more sense." Like a letter that explains that you were the one that killed them, and that's why you suddenly found yourself dead. Yeah. Strangely, in a, in, a, in a freak lightning storm accident. What? <laughs> oh, but, um, but at least in that situation, um, there's no possibility of the police falsely arresting someone else and blaming them. Yeah, that's true. Because the truth is out there. Yeah. <laughs> the truth is out there. Werewolf cops. <laughs> X Files. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You should be. Anyway, so. <laughs> so, um, either way. 
Early on when it's starting to go through everything, before she specific, She doesn't actually say they're straight-up vampires, but she hints at it repeatedly, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But either way, before even all that hinting, um, when it was just describing like that she killed them and did this and that, I just had so many questions. One being, why is Mark involved in this? One being, what proof does she have that they're monsters? Vampires, I assume. This is before it was yeah. actually explained. Um, how did you manage to kill an entire family of vampires... Um, that is pretty. Uh, and why did you kill, climb a telephone pole to fry yourself? Yeah, I have this question. I, yeah, uh, I, I, I had some questions because I actually had to. I went back to, to Shadow Fog and Firelight because I thought that this was um, uh, the character in the dream vision thing that you know, like how the character goes to um, that beach, like a couple miles down the down the, the coast, yeah. and talks to those creatures. Um, and tells them about psychic vampire creatures in the mall. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's the Chalmers. They're not actually the Chalmers in that story. It could be so there's another the fa- yeah, there's No, there's another family. Is it a different name? Yeah, it's a completely different name. It's no. actually, um, as apparently I'm just going to my list, Lolly McLaren is the psychic vampire in, in Shadow, Fog, and Firelight mentioned. Okay. Not a Chalmer. All right. Um, that's fair. Okay. So, uh, step one, she actually did kill the vampires, and then she didn't kill herself. It was the entity that escaped from the supernatural task force <laughs> that took her out. Did she climb the telephone pole to like hide from it, like the way that a cartoon character would hide from a dog? Yep. Or perhaps... And it has like elemental so, power, so it just summoned a lightning bolt? So... Again, another thing that I kind of pulled... I'm not entire, 100% because I did kind of just go like skim through story two again but I do remember them talking about start setting up a ritual to stop the ch- to stop the psychic vampire so perhaps that's how she killed them is that it was through some kind of ritual but then the, because like all, all her friends bailed out she had to do it alone um, she goofed up part of the ritual that was basically going to kill her as well and in, and by doing so because there's multiple lightning strikes so she was struck by lightning, and then the, how, the mansion that uh, killed all the vampires was struck by lightning as well. Okay, but the lightning strike didn't kill the vampires. She did. Yeah, I still don't get that. Yeah, I don't know how a, how a twelve year old girl was able to hunt alone because apparently she went, did this all by herself. She's apparently a, she's really like the the, the slayer, like Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she like cut off all their heads. Yeah. Maybe in their and, sleep, but no. And pr- well, no, because they were all their faces were like frozen in fear. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Prior to the heads being cut I off. really don't know what happened. So, she, which she... means they are not intimidated by her, which means she's probably a werewolf. Or <laughs> she summoned something. Maybe, like, uh, maybe she summoned something to help her kill them. And then, uh, yeah. And then it was also had, like, some kind of weird elemental magic power or something like that. And so, like, when she, like, sent it away or something, or tried to send it away, she tried to escape it and it killed her. And, like, it's, like, zapped her with lightning. So, uh, she broke into the SNTF facility. No, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to go with the ritual aspect. All right. So, uh, she did the ritual, which was to summon the thing that the Supernatural Task Force was overlooking. Okay. And that actually, by summoning it, it actually unlocked the doors. Oh. <laughs> and then killed everybody inside. Well, that's nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how that isn't in the note. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah. know about that. Yeah. Also, full disclaimer, we are just ma- inserting our own idea of the SNTF into the story. Have you seen any previous story? Other than Terry Morris. Since we've started the secret, yeah. Since we've arrived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It's what we do. Yeah. yeah even we're not clarifying that this is canon. That we're just this is our own canon. <laughs> this is head canon. Yeah. It's just a, a general purpose all creepypasta head canon. They're all connected. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and more uh, more simply, my last question in regards to the first section of the uh, the letter, which is what I'm talking about here, is. Why does it just stop? Because <laughs> um, yeah. it went through it, and, and then it just stopped the ending, and then it started describing how he feels or whatever. I'm like, so is that all we're going to get about the note, really? I know it continues, yeah, but at that point, I'm like, why is it stopping? Yeah, it, well, here's the thing. It does. It stops because that was the end of the page that he read, because there were multiple pages. And then he stopped, he stopped reading that page. He was like, what the hell did I just read? And then he went to the next page. It does say that. He went to another page. Did it? Yeah. I thought it just says he continues reading. I thought... I'm pretty sure it says that he, like, flipped to another page and continued reading. Oh, well, then... Um, and then, that's it, the, case, and then the reason why it stopped after that, like, after he was finished reading that, like, we didn't get the full, like, the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, because his parents... His parents so we interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't, get, I didn't get the page situation, that's all. Gotcha. If that is the case. I'm not going to bother looking it up because I don't care. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, Wait, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay. It, it's, it's not a big I, I, deal. I, 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 know, I, I get you. I get yeah. you. Yeah. It's superfluous. Yes. Um, all right. Then my my last real one here is um, in regards to it's in the the note where she's describing how vampire girl don't remember her name. Um, Chalmer. One of them. Yeah. Oh, it says in my note here, Sally Sally Chalmer. Yeah. Um, one of the science class hamsters even committed suicide after being handled by. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> By Sally Chalmers, just uh, he just hung from the top bar of his cage, not bothering to eat or sleep. Um, every time someone would take him down, he would just climb back up and stay there that way for several more days until he died. I, I don't know if committing suicide is the proper term here for a hamster. I mean, if it, if it went on a hunger strike and committed suicide via that, I don't know why. Like, why we had to like. Climb and hang from the ceiling. Like when it said it, like hanged from the cage, I was like, did it stick its head in the uh, rafter, just like, <laughs> <laughs> like through the, through the gap between the bars, and just like stick it, like get its head stuck, and so it hang. But then it says like it, it held on yeah. for for like days. I was like, that sounds ridiculous. Honestly, I didn't get that image until just now, after rereading it. I just imagined he went onto a higher thing and just sat there. Didn't do anything. Yeah, but no, he's apparently just holding on to yeah. the bars. He's just like, trying to Spider-Man it. Yeah. Uh, he was trying to become the new hang in there poster. Hang in there hamster. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody should make a new new poster of that because that poster doesn't exist anymore. Like it's really hard to find that poster. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that cat's probably dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one in Borderlands of Pre-Sequel. You can just use that one. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, either way, um, using the term committing suicide puts a very human-like images that the hamster's doing. Yeah, again, like, like, right, right, does, right, right, right. like yeah. he has a rope somehow. <laughs> or, again, like, I just pictured it, like, squeezing its head through the little, like, gas in the bars, and then just, like, putting his head and neck on an angle and just... <laughs> so dark. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that it, it's kind of, it's a very bizarre, darkly humorous... <laughs> Description yeah. for like it, it it is funny but it's morbidly funny. Yeah, <laughs> the way the hamster killed itself. Like it would be it would be morbid. It would but not be funny if it's just like after 
Like, the it, hamster it did not want to be touched anymore. Or it stopped eating. Eat. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. that would be more dark. Like, if it just refused to eat, refused to drink, wouldn't be touched by anybody, and just basically sat in its in its own filth and died. Yes. Like, that's, that's probably how an actual hamster would die, but... Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Either way, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, continuing on from that... Um, now, that was strange. Really. Um, uh, it should have raised red flags, but his premature demise was later... Chalked up to him, feeling devastated from his recent loss of another fellow hamster, his girlfriend. Are you they, serious? They are seven and twelve. I mean, I get it. You're a fourth grader, so the uh, the teacher had to figure out something to tell you. But damn. Yeah. And then also, I put fourth instead of first. Whoops. Also, well, at that point, I realized, wait, this isn't Mark talking. This is Constance. She's in grade eight, so no. <laughs> was she in grade eight? Yeah. I thought she was a fourth grader. No, she's great, eh? Okay. In the mind. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that being said, I don't know when this happened, but I'm assuming it was relatively recently. Yeah. Like, minimum grade 7 or this, 8. At some point in this school year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even this year, yeah, in grade 8. So, yeah, it seems weird Yeah, that the, like they would pass that off as, oh, well, he was just sad because he lost his girlfriend. So he died. Or so he, he commits Sudoku. Yeah, just has a little Sudoku thing in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor little guy couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yep. Anyway, yes. And then um, my last note is simply put: Oh, it's over. Yeah, because it just stops. It's just like the uh, the first section of the the note. I'm like, why is it stopping? There's more to be said. This is actually a very nice segue to my final thought. Or the start of my final thought. There you go. So I'm gonna start with the last the last sentence of the story. Okay, mom, Mark sighed, dismally, glancing one last time at his pillow before letting dad lead him away. Evidently this story should have been called the Cocktees Kill or sorry, Cocktees Kill the Rat. <laughs> um, then again, the stories of Curtisville all seem to have foreboding, even cliffhanger endings, and like sometimes just tell us things that Never get really resolved, or not, don't get resolved in that in, the, in that story, and like come back later mm-hmm. in other stories. So um, the narrative to me feels very Lynchian at times, with the mundane and the supernatural blending um, into like kind of like this weird um, kind of kind of this weird mystical world of, that's still like grounded in reality, but also very alien. Um, and things try to, uh, and things tie up at different points, but not in a straight order, or just not explaining things at all. Um, Werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do recall psychic. Like I said earlier, I do. Rec- I did recall psychic vampires and the incident of a person on a ladder and getting hit by lightning or something from Shadow, Fog, and Firelight. So I went back to story two uh, of the Curtisville series. Um, Though the psychic vampire was not a, was not a Chalmer, but Lolly McLaren. That's okay. Um, there could be more than one. Yeah, family so there's vampires. another there's another family of psychic vampires apparently. Yeah, um, or real vampires perhaps even. Um, mm-hmm. And the people involved in dealing with them went by different names, like not Constance Green. Uh, however, we never did get the name of the person that was on the ladder, so now we know who that was. Um, so I feel like I was just missing something, um, or like that something was missing in between the two stories. Um, then again, I did skim through the last story, so or like just like to refresh myself to see if I could find like like 
points uh, that were connecting the dots and stuff. Yeah. So I might have missed something there. Um, and this may have been one of Ellery's friends that she mentions that were like working on a ritual to like stop the the psychic vampires. Mm. Um, I guess we found out, yeah, like I said, who was on the ladder uh, and what happened after and sort of before it, <laughs> before the ladder incident. Um, though why is still a little bit up in the air. The vampires. Um, also, how she offed an entire family of psychic vampires. <laughs> Magic. Magic. <laughs> um, also, there's a werewolf on the force, so wolf cop. Yep. Um, that's interesting. That's the thing. The story for me has its charm, um, as the Curtisville stories kind of before it have had for me. Um, I enjoy the weirdness, but can also really see people being put off by the plot holes, um, some of the inconsistencies, the weird storytelling direction, um, and lack of full explanations on things. Uh, this is why I give the story partial recommendation on account of that. Um, as I, I enjoy the weirdness, I, I want to re- I, I continue reading these, but I can see why people who uh, just pick this one up and don't read any of the other ones would be put off by it. Because it doesn't tell a straight story, and the editing, like if say this was a like put it translated to a movie, the editing would be like again Lynchian, and we're like it's just things all over the place, well, or like transitioned very poorly. Well, if, if, they put in, in, yeah, if they put in a movie, they would, would have to easier. storyboard it, yeah. and then you would actually see the scenes yeah. as they arrive. In a movie, it would translate a little bit better, but like as it is written, like it, if the uh, the the scene transitions are like don't work. Yeah, because yeah. it whatever's written is how the transitions work in your head and how you're visually building every scene. But yeah. if it's a movie, you immediately say you're outside, you're inside. That's this that character. That's that character. Yeah. So it wouldn't really be a problem in a visual aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm being honest, probably give this a 45 percent recommendation. Um, just and it's really just because um, I, I need to know more. Like. I I like I want to know more about I, I'd actually like a story about Wolf Cop, <laughs> like just full on explanation for, or, yeah. or just like just a story that talk that just completely focuses on Wolf Cop and dealing with like maybe the bodies there or like his role in the community of this weird screwed up town. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice that this story is kind of a sequel to Shadow Fog and Firelight, so we actually got some some resolution, but we also got some a lot more questions. <laughs> Is it possible that it's just another character that climbed up a ladder? I don't think so. I think this... Again, I could be wrong, but I kind of got the impression that it was the same character. And that this is kind of like a, a, a linking sequel to it. But, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It did say that there was a bunch of random debris. Yeah. Like metal debris. Almost like a... A like, ladder that exploded ladder. from yeah. a lightning strike. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah. So, that's, that's my recommendation for it. Um, like, if you like the weird... If you've read any of the other stories of Curtis, uh, set in Curtisville, um, and you like the the weird urban fantasy esque uh, thing to it, and don't mind just not knowing one hundred percent all like as you even like for the full story, um, you'll like it. But otherwise, it's kind of hard to like. It, it makes you have to work a little bit harder to read it and to understand what's going on. Um, so yeah, that's my recommendation. Forty five percent would recommend it. Uh, Mikey. I'm not recommending this. I thought so. 
Uh, evil. <laughs> evil, man. I mean, yeah. well, it's the transitions or lack of notification of transitions. Lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, like, it's nice that they separate out the letter. But they should have done that for other stuff. Yeah, they should have. You want a Batman wipe on everyone? Hmm? You want a Batman wipe on extreme yep. transition every time? Yeah. Or a Star Wars swipe? Yes. Yeah, totally. Fair. Like, yeah. Like, the- I mean, okay, joking aside, in writing, it does have to be a lot more clear, so mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, like when you're switching characters. Like, and meanwhile, and the- <laughs> it is a part of town. Yes. Yeah. Look, or like something, some just some like doesn't even have to be that big. It just has to be like a few words to just help segue between like these two yeah. spots because otherwise it gives you like that whiplash. Yeah, mm-hmm. and as gamer brought up the whole dream sequence and then suddenly being awake with no yeah. real transition. Yeah, like that one I didn't catch initially, but then again I also f- almost forgot that there was a dream sequence at the beginning. Yeah. So what's that tell you? <laughs> and I read the story yesterday, so yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah, a non recommendation for me. Fair. Um for me, uh I mean all the things we've talked about is true. The transitions are uh dodgy sometimes. Um But I don't know. Everything that was happening is interesting though, so I can't yeah. hate on it. And it makes me wonder, like, because like you, you mentioned uh, what I said about the dream situation. What if this entire thing is a dream and he never actually woke up? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like this, the, these story, the 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 Curtis stories tend to play with dreams a lot. Yeah. Like I think every story has had a dream sequence in them. Mm-hmm. Like the first one was almost entirely a dream, se- like a nightmare the character was having about a post box. Um, I don't think that's the one I was for. Yeah. Then Shadow Fog and Firelight was um, the character was a character was was wrapped around with the character waking up and then going to sleep and then having a vision of the story that was going on. Yes. And then the canaries. uh, And then canaries was the character waking up and and uh, from from dreams or from like something and then uh, thinking that there was something in his closet because of it. And then it turned out there was actually might have been actually something creepy and supernatural that was like disguising itself as something mundane. Yes. And then this one, the Hobbit dream. Yes, he woke up from possibly. <laughs> I was really thinking that that was going to have something to do with what happened. But it's an liar. Maybe, or it could be an allegory for what actually happened to um, the bunker, to or to the bunker, or to uh, Constance, or to the family itself, the Chalmers. Um, we just there's it, it's it's left very um, there's a lot of vagaries. Yeah, a lot of. Open, um, open interpretation and allegory in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not allegory so much, but like a lot more. There's a lot of room for interpretation in the story, um, and a lot of unanswered questions. Yep. The story likes to tell, like, ask a lot of unanswered questions, or like a lot, likes to ask a lot of questions and not tell, uh, not answer them. Mm-hmm. Get to mm-hmm. it next time. Yeah. yeah, hobbits, the true enemy of the supernatural task force. Goddamn those dirty halflings! Wow. You come down on me <laughs> against fake creatures. Yeah, you're broad, you're broad stroking the entire magical race races. I'm just going down on one race. 
which that is... sounded really bad. <laughs> you can go down on hobbits as much as you want. I don't need to know about it. The internet doesn't need to. Well, they probably need to know about it. Yeah. But rule forty-two. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. Abort, abort, abort. Either way, okay. (laughs) The story jumps around a lot. I I feel like the story would be better if it was two stories. One being Mark and the situation there with Mark and Constance, and the other one being Wolfcop. I actually kind of... So as I was reading it, I kind of wanted to re-edit it a little bit in terms of where the scenes went. But I didn't know how. Like, I knew that... They're, like, so, like... They're in chronological like, order. They, like, yeah, but, like, I don't know, it seemed like they need, like, I, I don't know, like, it seemed like I wanted to know, uh, like, I wanted to have the, the sheriff scene somewhere else, but I didn't know where to place it. I don't know if that's just me, like, looking at the story, and, like, there, when I was reading it, I was, like, when it jumped away to the that, and jumped back to Mark, and then went to the, the letter, and then back to Mark, then the letter, then Mark again, it seemed, like... It isn't a it isn't a chronological order. it isn't kind of like a a weird zigzaggy but chronological order. Yes. And I think because of that way it's written, like that storytelling direction, I it made me want to like put the cop section somewhere else, like maybe at the beginning, and then cut to the uh, to, to Mark stuff. But the cop section has nothing to do with Mark stuff. Yeah, that's why I said actually, like kind of, it, it kind of does. Like, maybe if that one had been at the beginning, and then we get Mark's story, and like then him getting the letter, and then that explaining. What happened to the Chalmers earlier? But I, at the same time, it, I feel like it might also maybe that might just be be overthinking the editing of the story, or like the placement of scenes in the story, and maybe it is fine where it is. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But I don't know if you did it. Um, if it was Mark's story first, it goes through it all. Yeah. It um it doesn't straight describe what happens at the Chalmers place. Yeah. And then there's another story of Wolf Cop. Yes. Where they go there, and you see the repercussions of what happened in the previous story, yeah. and you go on from there. Yeah, that might be um, again like again, that's a quick tie at the start. Yeah, to previous events, making sure that it's all in the same universe. I don't. Know. It was very jumpy and whiplashy mm-hmm. as we've gone on about. Yeah, but at the same time, we two of three of us enjoyed the the weird whimsy, like the the super, the weirdness of it, the mm-hmm. supernaturaliness of it. Yeah. And the fact that there's a task force there as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. That, that, <laughs> our, our inserts aside. It's a like, bunker with a vending machine. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, I why know. is there... Is it, like, a facility out there? Like, was the Chalmers... Did the Chalmers have a secret facility that, where they processed their bot, their their, de- their victims? Okay. Like, I don't Possibly. Know. But the other thing is, like, it's not straight up describing where this bunker is. Because no, it, it almost seems like... Like, the house is burned down, and then, and then there's the a first shot. thing I imagined was Bear going, you think this is bad? Look over there, across the street, behind the bush. There's a thing there. Well, no, it's even it's worse. It's in the backyard. I didn't know it was yeah. in the same property, to yeah. be honest. But it does make sense if they're vampires that are sucking the life out of people and, and eating yeah, dispose yeah. of bodies. Yeah, exactly. But why is there a vending machine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the vending machine like is is throw, like throwing me off. It's like, because I imagine, like, I, I just kind of thought, like, okay, they created this creepy underground basement kind mm-hmm. of area. And it has a vending machine. What? Like, I think I'm I... really curious about it. Like, is it is it now? Is it actually like a, like a facility like that goes under the the, the property? Like, and I just I, I'm so I'm so intrigued yet confused. I've got it. Uh, the facility is there for purposes of um, fueling the vending machine, and what the vending machine is is all different sorts of blood. 
for vampires to go to and purchase blood in the I, black market. I still don't think these are like traditional blood suckers. I think these are like the psychic energy vampires. They like, have psychic energy in a can as well. They have both. I guess, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's whatever Perrier. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's the Brits. It's Perrier? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going Perrier as in the, uh, the, the Spaceballs reference. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> Where they just like, they pop it open and it's like... <sighs> <sighs> yeah. There's different flavors. Yeah. There's there's blood ones, and then there's different magical essences ones. Yeah. yeah. All in one vending machine. That's why you can't get past it, because it's like, blood and essence vending machine? I have to leave. <laughs> like that, That's all he saw. This is out of my yeah. job description. Yeah. I'm getting Wolf Cop. This is above my pay grade, yeah. The vending machine is actually the camouflaged monster. Oh, fuck. What's a transformer? It's a Dionysus. It's like the, it's a no, not the Dionysus house, but it's like a, a mimic. Yes, <laughs> the creature is actually some kind of mimic. Oh yeah, that, that's a modern day mimic I because back I in the day it would be a treasure chest. I would not put it past the story because yeah. of the setting because all the other stories have had these whimsical little creatures in the modern world, and it's like okay, I can uh, sure. Yep. Wolf, wolf cop, sure. Mimic vending machine, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. We got psychic vampires that have been slain by a by a by a girl who is then like um, killed by some kind of counter curse or something. I don't know what the hell the that or just about. a I'm force just, of nature. I'm just assuming that. It, oh well, I, I I'm at this point I'm not even assuming it's natural. Like what happened? Like a, like it was a fluke. I'm thinking it was either some kind of counter curse or a trap spell that they the vampires had after they were killed. I don't think it's true. It says that a lightning bolt hits it, though. It says in not in this story, but in the previous story. Yeah, in, in Shadow Fog and Firelight, she while well, she's climbing up this ladder, yeah. like you, we hear all of this, like the rap tap tap of the window, and then uh, like a zap sound. Tap tap. It's <laughs> yeah, right there, Harrow. You, you said rap tap. I know, no, anyway, it's me. Go. On. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So like again, I wouldn't put it past the story for yes. being like supernatural. Totally. But. Yeah, yeah, the so, vending machine, like you put the coin in, and then that's like the vending machine having a biscuit or something. Yeah. But like the the can comes down and gets jammed, and you're like, shit, you gotta stick your hand up. And, and it's like, like oh, it just pulls you in. Right through that little yeah, totally. spot. Yeah, anyway, we're getting off topic. Okay. Back to brass tacks. Yeah, okay. If it was split up into different stories, I would enjoy it more because it would have a, a more linear and natural flow to it. That being said, I didn't hate it. Um, it rose, brought a lot of questions up. That I want answers to, but I want answers to them because I enjoy what's being brought up. I'm actually surprised because I thought you wouldn't like this one. Because of why? Because <laughs> uh, it doesn't add, like it doesn't um, explain everything in the story. Yes, but it leaves it whimsical and magical, and, and it doesn't make me assume okay. too much. It's just it just these these are the facts of life. Werewolf, yeah. werewolves aren't afraid. It's just a thing. Yeah. There's, there's vampires, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She killed them. I don't know how. It might tell me next. They're not assumptions. They're statements. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. Okay. So I didn't hate it. So I'll, I'll recommend it. Yeah. Um, whether or not this flows awesomely with the rest of them, I don't recall. There, there seems to be a little bit of... Uh, there might be some continuity issues, I think. Um, between, like... Because, again, when I was reading... Unless there's another family of like, vampires that we're just not privy to... Um, and the there has just, to be more than one. I mean, hopefully, because like otherwise, like that or is a, that just, is a pretty big uh, that is a pretty big because um, uh, they even are they even like she's uh, the Lolly McLaren is even described as, as like the way the Chalmers are described as well, like old timey looking. Yeah, like kind of like like they're from another like the time period. So yeah, maybe they're maybe there's like the McLarens and the Chalmers are this are like are basically the same brood. Basically, yeah, pretty much the same coven. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. I can and see it. We just wiped out one, and now the other ones are going to seek revenge on the I town. I mean, you killed one small family. I'm sure they have extended family elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. One house. But anyway, the house of Chalmers down. Long live the house of McLaren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make good cards. They go really fast. <laughs> wow. They do. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. F1 was like so, one of the... Huh? Partial <laughs> recommendation. Don't recommend partial recommendation. Yeah. Or full recommendation. Towards the plus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there wasn't like, enough yeah. annoying stuff to piss me off. So I, I enjoyed the read. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, this was this week's episode. If you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on QB6, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter. Uh, Mikey's at the East Ends for Evil. Gamer and Yellow is at the Gamer and Yellow with the W. I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, you can also leave us uh, emails um, and suggestions at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also... Leave suggestions for other creepypastas. Did I say that? Did I, did I double down on that? Yeah. Okay. And you can also check out the episodes on YouTube at Al Dente Remortis, where we have the title cards associated with each episode as the visual for the audio. Um, and you can check those out at crazonstudios.tumblr.com or crazon.tvnart.com. Uh, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go become a patron. Just go to Patreon and look up Al Dente Remortis and select the backer tier we have. We have... $2 and $5 tier, and each one has um, separate things like early access, special episodes with my co-hosts going solo and such. Yeah, our solo um, album. Yeah, your solo album. Yeah. Our um, solo album. <laughs> <laughs> our duo album. Yeah. Your duet. Yeah, there you go, yeah. yeah. Um, as well as other special episodes um, that you can check out. And uh, thank you for, be- for being a patron if you are already. Your Patronage keeps us going. It really <laughs> to, does. To rip off my hosts. It's true, though. <laughs> we would not be here without all of you. Yeah, that's true. Um, and become a patron will know what I'm talking about by ripping them off. Yeah, exactly. Um, and for all the listeners that we have that aren't patrons, and to all the authors of these stories, thank you, too, because without you, we really wouldn't have much of a show. So thank you. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>